0: Hey everybody, this is Family Stories on Expression Radio with Ronnie and Brienne. We are back this weekend to kick off our month of February and we have got someone uh, dear to our family, which is Coach Deron Jackson. And we were just saying, uh, well Ronnie just claimed he's one of the best coaches in Huntington. (laughs) Uh,
1: Just one of the best people uh, that you'll ever meet in youth sports. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And really community I know every, overall. every awesome thing that he is has been just for us, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but makes us <laughs> feel it, right? and
2: that's, that's the point. That's the yeah. point. Yep.
1: Yeah, uh, it's wild, you know, because I know the hundreds and now for your life, thousands of people that have come through the YMCA and uh, all those kids. And, you know, we were just talking about uh, some of the young people that uh, you were, that you took care of at a very young age are now... College, uh, (laughs) high school, all that kind of thing. It's just wild how that happens. But uh, what's amazing watching you is just uh, watching how you make every kid feel like uh, that they are your favorite kid.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And that is that is phenomenal. I don't know how you do that. I do use sports (laughs) stuff too. I don't know how you do that, but it uh, it must just be a genuine thing from your heart. So we're thankful to have you. Absolutely.
0: so like I was saying to the Stewart family to us he's coach Duran but he's also a city councilman here in Huntington and just a real community leader and influence but we have to this is family story so we have to take it back to our stories the first time that we uh, encountered uh, coach Duran was when our big boys were on your soccer team mm. and it was about uh, that?
2: <laughs> I forgot about
1: that. it was a little yeah.
0: soccer team I think they were maybe three and four.
1: Yeah. And Ro, Ro was too young to be a part of it. So was he two?
0: I don't know. Running
1: around, just amazing.
0: Yeah, but just where they all run and they don't know really what they're doing. It's like, <laughs> fine, just having fun. Yeah, having fun. Find <laughs> a soccer ball if you can and try to kick it this way. But anyway, it's just so cool to look back on that uh season and we were just you know they were our first and we were just you know ronnie loves sports so we were just new to it all and you just made us feel like oh my gosh this is everything <laughs> 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 for the three four-year-old soccer league <laughs> but then now fast forward to the boys have played all-star at the y they've just they go and hang out a lot just different things that so they've gotten older but then we have Balin. uh baby who um has been at the Y doing even, what's it, itty-bitty league?
2: It's itty-bitty, <laughs> So uh,
0: he had uh, Coach Teron even for that. And then now, um, even this year in the rec league, you were calling him up to your team. <laughs> <laughs> he needed some uh, extra play time, we think, just yeah. to mm-hmm. uh, keep his skills going. So anyway, uh, our Brother-in-law Michael, Michael Rousey, who I know you know, um, always says that Deron is the one of the best pastors in Huntington because he's like the pastor of the Uh, (laughs) wife. But that's what Ronnie was saying. It's just he truly makes you feel seen. Uh, He's amazing with names, but it's totally genuine. He wants to know the kids, their family, their story, how you can be a part. So we're just so happy to kind of hear how uh all of that and the influence you've had how that's all kind of come to be uh today so um deron tell us a little bit about what you're into now and i know you just came from a big meeting and have a million things going on um here in the community so tell a little bit about that
2: okay well here uh within the past year i took on a new position at the y uh, obviously it would be almost impossible to give up the, the the youth program as far as the sports goes, but I've just I'm I'm now the community engagement director, and we just want to put a little more focus into outreach, uh, the the kind of the whole person, and and I just came from the meeting at Heritage Farms, and and we were uh talking about maybe uh partnering with them in some programming and and just visiting that that uh facility not facility but that location out there just a great wonderful place but they had asked me what made me get or or what made me want to get into that area and it was just that probably about seven months ago I seen a a survey come out and it said that between the ages of 12 and 18 with our young ladies uh, most of them three out of five of them reported having severe sadness and extreme hopelessness wow with one out of three contemplating suicide wow so that made me think i said man we got the as y'all you all know and that's what i like to feel like we we do well in our flag football yeah soccer we got a track program obviously y'all know about basketball what is it that we do to be able to impact these kids as, as far as their whole person? So, so to me, I wanted to move in the area of doing some things that regardless if they made it sports-wise they would need this same information and if they decided to be uh, a garbage man so so there's things that all of us need to know regardless Mm -hmm. of what area and field we go into
0: so just life skills character building that's
2: it 100% so we created a propel program uh, preparation respect opportunity pride excellence and leadership we meet meet. it's more through the summer but we do it through the weekdays also as much as we can right now it's kind of inconsistent because a lot of the folks that come to the Y that we were really reaching were more, more middle school age kids and they have football on or, or excuse me basketball on both the boys and girls side so the, the group of kids is not as consistent but we still try to operate it just through everyday uh, uh, daily operations you know with just being mentors right, and, right. and talking uh, positive and things like that but the summer program we met Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays and we just would have somebody come in and just reach on a, a, a big topic of of all kind of things. I like to think of it as an umbrella program, something that's gonna cover everything. So I, I mean, financial literacy, we we touched on mental health, physical health, uh, emotional health. We had some creative uh, people to come in and work on creative art. So the art of storytelling and being creative with trying to express yourself, uh, debate and how to get your point across not necessarily with always getting angry and thinking because you're yelling or cussing that that means you're right you're still wrong the research is not there so how to research things and just coping skills so it was just a great program that we ran last summer and as an incentive we took the kids to kings island to to end it so it worked out great we had about 10 to 12 that came consistently and it was just a great program and this year we plan on trying to figure out how we can expand it and improve
0: it that's really cool yep so uh, that's as your, with your role as the community engagement director, right? Yes. And then uh, tell us a little bit about your city work as well. I know they probably go back and forth. Well, it, it's just really – it becomes – To me, it it becomes just a
2: part of who you are. Like I can't, you know, just talking to you You all turn it off. (laughs) It it don't get turned (laughs) off. So, just some of that work with being wanting to be uh, on city council just came from wanting to help people at at the wise more youth, and then the facility I am are are more seniors also. A lot of times they just want somebody to talk to to be able to express themselves. but just wanting to. Be solution oriented. So, so we all know we have issues and concerns, and and you you don't. I don't think you get to voice them without being willing to do something about it. So, so for every one issue and concern, let's try to come up with ten solutions. Uh, we might not agree, but at least we're we're uh, getting the ball rolling on how we can make things better. And, and it's kind of difficult right now. And I mean, I travel with my daughter all across. Uh, Pretty much the the, the South uh, last year for for travel volume. Well, we went went up north some too, and our the homeless situation is 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 everywhere. You know, you want to be able to help people as much as you can, but you also want to try to figure out how can we address it. You can't just say that you you know be negative and 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 want to just run everybody out of town. But at the same time, you want to be able to. Have your city someplace somebody would want to go, b- bring a family, raise a family. and So so you just want to think and figure out, you know, how can we address this and be able to, once again, be like an umbrella and cover everybody, you know. So just want to just want to just do good work and be there for people and, and try to help better people's lives.
1: You know, it's cool to hear you talk about uh, that, you know, at some point uh you know because you, i know at one point you were involved in youth sports and then uh you know you're uh you end up getting uh involved with the uh, YMCA now with the YMCA now you're getting involved in the community level huntington and uh you know very soon i know that you're going to begin uh, uh really having a major influence uh even beyond huntington you can just see the <laughs> way that you look at the world and the yeah. way that you uh Care for people that that's, that's just going to happen. Um, uh, and, you know, there is a time where I like to do this and I like to try that and I like to work on this and I, re- I really care about that. But there's a, uh, some point where I think that it switches where, like you said, it just becomes who you are and you're just living out of who you are every day. Okay. Um, and that's a pretty great thing because you're not uh, every day having to figure out, uh, oh, do I feel like it today? Mm-hmm. Do I. Am I I passionate as I was before? Like this is who you are, and I think that that really comes off authentically uh, through the stuff that I've seen you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's not something that you're performing or doing well at, uh, or just even working hard about. But it's it's who you are. Um, What is that that uh, formed over time in you? Uh, You know, is this. Were you, were you originally from the uh,
2: Huntington area? Yes. Tell me yeah, a little bit about. Your Boy, yeah, I've been, been there my whole life. Went to uh, Sprint. Well, went to Sims first, and they they closed it. This was when they started consolidating school, So then I went to Spring Hill. Then I went to uh, Lincoln. The Lincoln Lincoln Lions is what we were, and then, mm-hmm. then Huntington High. I tried college. I went. So so at this time I was working full time in construction. I tried. I tried to go to Marshall part time, and I only had a night class. It was an English class, so I went in there the first day, and they said by next week I want you to have a 500 word essay completed. And I said, Oh man, I don't, I don't think this is for me, so I just I just quit. I'm probably still on probation to think about it, but that's something I wish I could have figured out. And that's. I don't know if it's a regret but but I wish I would have stuck with that I know that you don't necessarily have to have a college degree to succeed but I think that experience and just the structure and mm-hmm. discipline of going to college sure. create something turn something on the once. demand
0: so, of those weekly 500 it, words man, things, right? and
2: so if you can pull that off then it turns you into a, a, a different kind of person so you know that was one thing so then like I say I, I, I was in the construction uh, moved on past Construction. I, I got into uh, uh, helping my family run a bar. It was called the Eighth Avenue Bar. Uh, that that was okay, but but created a lot of bad habits at that time. Uh, then I went on to hun- uh, uh, Huntington Tri-State Airport. I, I didn't work for the airlines. I worked for the airport. So we was like the, the the maintenance guys, or that's what we were. The maintenance guys worked on the vehicles, kept the the, the grounds clean, and also the runway. Uh, loved that because it was something different every day. But one day and at this time, I'm a volunteer coach, myself coaching my son's team, Huntington Federal. That was that was the team I coached. Yeah, that was my team. <laughs> so I was sitting there one day and I was just wanting to get, you know, get on top of some finances. I thought, man, I would, maybe might need to get a part-time job just to want to get the bills caught up. Started thinking about credit, credit scores, paying off debt and things like that. Um, so I asked Brian Bird, which is my immediate supervisor still now. He works out of the May building. If you had a part time job or part time work. And he said, yeah, uh, we, we could use you at the Kennedy Center. So I said, man, Kennedy Center. I knew about the area, uh, the, the acres and the, 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 uh, the, the way it was set up, forest trees and cutting grass and things like that. I said, man, this would be similar to what I do at the airport. airport. This would be yeah. perfect. Yeah. So I said, OK, let's try that. I get out there the first day. They had me with 11. Soccer teams. So, so, and that's probably, that's when you all were six out of, well, one out of 11, but I had six U3 teams. Oh, my goodness. Four U5, and my daughter was seven at the time. And I just, you know, I just wanted to make sure that at that age that they had fun. You know, I didn't know anything about soccer. I never watched it longer than it took me to change the channel. I wasn't even a soccer fan. So, but I knew, I knew I could make them have fun. So every day we just had fun. And then my super. Supervisor started getting calls, man. Like, who's this guy? Y'all got up here coaching? He, he just, he's wonderful, you know. So it went from that to them asking me would I be interested in managing the outdoor pool. And I said, man, I, don't, I like just managing myself. I know I, I'm gonna get the job done. I don't want to depend. Have my success depend on other I people the doing people- their mm-hmm. job, man. But I did it. <laughs> And, and so now you're dealing with 16-year-old lifeguards. Got to fight them <laughs> trying to be on their phones, being uh-huh. slick. And I just was, I was just disciplined in that in the title of the name of your job, lets you know the importance of it. Your lifeguard right. said to me, you go maybe police officer. Fireman, doctor, and then lifeguard. You know, so get off your phone while you're out here watching these babies. And that that discipline made it down to my supervisors. So he's like, "Man, we heard you up there doing a good job. Would you be interested in coming here full time?" And I said, "I wasn't looking for no job. I like the people I work with. I like what I do. But they just made me an offer I couldn't refuse. As far as financially, it was right. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to travel to the airport and back every day, and then got to work with kids. Mm-hmm. So it just it was it was a great fit. And that's kind of how." I got to to that point where I met you all with, with mm-hmm. coaching your kids and then just making sure if nothing else, they have fun. I, I got my mind into what my philosophy is. I'll let the middle school coaches and the high school coaches and parents ruin it. But when you come here to the wild, we're gonna have fun, you know. <laughs> fun. And what I mean by ruin it, getting all I'm going to say it's crazy and and wild and and yeah, and all that. Oh, yeah. We know know, exactly. So (laughs) I I said, I'll let them be the ones to turn you off. But when you come here and come to the Y, your first experience, a lot of them at three years old. Right. That's your first experience of anything structured. It's going to be great.
0: That's awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break and hear more with Coach Deron when we come back.
3: As we change the world.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back uh, to Family Stories. We are just uh, having a blast today and just so honored to have uh, Duran Jackson uh, uh, with us today. And, and uh, everything that, you know, we started in the first segment just talking about uh Uh, a little bit about what you have going on and all the ways that you're uh, impacting the community and and even got to hear a little bit about your uh, story, about how that kind of developed piece by piece and uh, how all that unfolded. Um, You know, uh, I know that uh, when we were talking about kind of coming on or whatever, uh, you were talking about how important your uh, family is to you, your faith is to you. Uh, so I'm just going to give you an opportunity just to tell us, tell us a little bit about your kiddos, tell us a little bit about your uh, faith and and how that influences what you do.
2: Yeah. Well, um, so I have eight kids, five grandkids. My daughter, man, great, be an empty nester, don't know how. When we're going to pause? <laughs> eight kids. Eight kids. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, starting 34. Erica's 34. Whew, man, so
1: you've been holding done. out on us. You actually had a Y before you came into the Y. Yeah, yeah. on my did. own and a team.
2: <laughs> and then my baby girl, uh, 17, got a scholarship to Thomas More University next All year. Right. Uh, my son just graduated. Uh, just graduated. Well, not graduated. Well, yeah, 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 it is. Graduated from the uh, Army National Guard uh, in. Back in December, it was back home. That was hard. That was a hard six months. You know, with your mm-hmm. when your family members just being gone and then being limited, and and then and then just faith. I just I feel sometimes that I mentioned it to you about the the passion not always being there. Just sometimes started praying more and 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 not asking for material things, but asking to help. Be the certain kind of person that can be a benefit to the community. For you know, sure. help mm-hmm. help me like so- Solomon's prayer. Make me the kind of person that is going to do your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then meditating some, just realizing that man that how hard that is when you meditate and 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 focus on you know a certain scriptures. Just how quick and fast your mind can just go in so many different ways, and just the discipline that it takes to do it. And then I get upset with myself because. I'm not disciplined enough to do it every day. We are- prioritizeize so many things and I go to the gym every day or i do but but those kind of not small things, but those those kind of things, how how important they are to keep us on track and keep us focused and get that extra help that we need. You know, mm-hmm. you you hear about LeBron James and and Stephen Curry being the best, and them having a personal trainer. Sometimes when you get down on yourself and and things aren't going, you you know you need to be able to know and, and lean on uh, that higher power. You know to to, to get you through certain situations. A lot of times we like to think that's a weakness and we want to do it ourselves. But the reality of it is, you know, everybody can use, use that extra help. So don't be ashamed to, to ask for it. It's really cool. You bring up the idea of Solomon and, and what he did. You know,
1: he was that big leadership opportunity was put on him. And, uh, his first thought was, I recognize I don't have it in just yeah. in me. Yeah. To do this, yep. that's what, and that's what sparked that prayer. God, would you give me wisdom I don't have? Yep. Uh, because I know that uh, the, kind of the bit, you know, what the check you wrote for me, <laughs> I ain't got that in the bank. Really right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. can, so can you, yeah. can you already start positioning my mind and heart? Because uh, I want to be able to operate, and, and I don't want to uh, what I give to other people to be limited to what I just have. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so I, that's why it's I, to me, it's awesome. Uh, that you're carrying faith, uh, and you know, because if until we are, like you said, we until we're healthy, mm. we can't bring healthy to other people. Yeah. Until we're smiling, we can't bring smile to other people, yeah. right?
2: And that, that's that's the case. You know, <laughs> it's, it's definitely hard to be there for others, be strong for others if you're not, you know. And so that's that sounds selfish, but the reality of it is, if if you're not at a hundred and fifty percent how can you be there for for others so mm-hmm. in order to be there for others you got to take care of yourself too and 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 that's where just that prayer and, and meditation and stuff i think is is very important so where'd you where'd your faith come from tell us a little bit about your uh, my my father-in-law roots. my father-in-law was was a pastor he, pa- he passed away so he was the the leader of our family wow and just man you you hear like when it comes to christianity and some people that you can look at you feel like you might say that you're a christian but the way you act and live, live and yeah. talk and treat people Absolutely. i'm not gonna say you're not but i'm like man he he lived it mm-hmm. he he just a hundred percent they say this if, if somebody has to ask if you're a christian then uh, you, you you know so so and I, I say that not to judge nobody but you after two minutes uh meeting him without him even talking about the Lord you you would know it so you just get to the point where you realize that we're we not all perfect but some of the most basic acts the uh treat others like you want to be treated as as cliche as that might sound that's really what it all boils down to For if real. you want to just sum it up mm-hmm. me personally I just want to treat people fair and and, and be fair and, and not bring no harm, no divide, nothing negative, and just bring value. You know, in whichever way it, it might be, just like being here when I leave this room, I, ho- I hope that you all would feel like at nothing else, at least it was worth the conversation instead of being like, man, I can't wait to get him out of there.
0: <laughs> so just, and then even at my
2: job and what I do, I just want to be able to bring value. Might It not, might not necessarily be much, mm-hmm. but I, I would rather be able to bring something positive than be a, a negative, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, uh, you talk about um, being positive, which uh, you absolutely do bring value in, including this conversation. But just, I know that so many people would consider you an influence and an impact in their personal lives, you know, Uh, whether that be kids or just really all of our families that cross your path. But, you know, you mentioned your father-in-law, but is there someone else that you can share that you look back and say, this person really had a big influence and an impact on me? I,
2: w- I would probably have to say, my my man, I, I, I say I don't want to be negative, but this stuff in itself kind of, my, my stepdad, his name was Barry Rush, uh, he, he has passed away. And he just told me one time, and it, it, it comes to work, and he, he said, if you want Eight hours worth of pay. Then at the at the most basic, you owe eight hours worth of work. So in that, I I, I didn't Mm. necessarily, I took it literally, but not just only in the 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 work world as far as working for an employer, but just once again being being valuable or impactful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to take effort. You want pay for eight hours? It's going to take you doing something productive bringing value uh, for at least that that even eight hours so you just look around and you think that you want to you want to be a benefit to people's families and kids and to an organization that is a mission-based organization then you have to you have to have positive and 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 just good energy Mm -hmm. you know you just got that that energy is contagious you know, and, and I don't mean it, but when y'all come in at YMCA and I'm like the uh, the, the Walmart door greeter, you know <laughs> what I mean? That's just good, healthy, positive energy, right, and that man. sets the tone mm-hmm. immediately to what's going on, whether it be game day or practice day or anything, and that just comes from just effort. You know, uh, effort and energy is you just have the negative side or, or the positive side. So who would want to go through their day or even a second being negative mm. you know i know people like that and it's just not it's not good mm-hmm. you know so that's yes. just yeah.
1: You know, it's a little tagline that a lot of times happens in youth sports where I, I do a lot of coaching and stuff and uh you know when there's a disagreement about something that happens on a court or on the field or whatever the person goes hey these are just kids man mm-hmm. uh you know or this is all about the kids guys this isn't about us right. and and all that and a lot of times it just becomes a tagline you can tell who's saying that sincerely right. And who's saying it it for real. You know what I mean? Some people say it to win the argument, you know, but some people say it for real. But you're right when you walk in uh, and the way that you interact with the community, uh, they can feel immediately uh, that, ooh, it's up here. It's not down here and, you know, points scored and. Uh, whether the Huntington Federal wins or the, yeah. you know, Scraggle Pop, <laughs> Scraggle pop there we go. That's a good one. Uh, it, it's not. It's not about that, but it really is. You can just feel when you come in uh, that you're invested in the success of the kids, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you know. I think that people that that changes the way that refs ref. That yeah. changes the way that coaches coach sometimes, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and, and the way that
2: day the day goes really. Yeah, and I just want everybody to know and feel like. We want you there, not that we just creating a program to get you in there and get your money and just put on an actual uh, a certain sport or activity. For sure. Like we legitimately want you coming and participating, where it'd be a, a parent that that's just cheering mm-hmm. for both teams in the crowd, even if their son's team don't win, they can appreciate the game to the participants that's coming, to the people that's coming to work out. See we operate from from eight to from seven thirty to eight. So we got we, we focus on our youth and our seniors. So our seniors that's coming to work out or do a a, a group yoga class. Right. We need you to know that we we want you in the same building. Way. You same know what I mean? So yeah. it's that same high energy throughout the day, not just for the sport. So it's just it's just an organ, organization thing. And then and then also how taking care of yourself is important, but also your coworkers, making sure that everything's okay with them at home because right. it's hard to deal with the public when things aren't going right. So right. you got to make sure that you that my that my coworkers feeling good too, and that they know that we want them there.
0: Yeah, you're checking you know? on them and yeah, knowing, just showing care to yep. so what's going on with them. Well, Every still
1: want to hear a keep toss donate.
0: Yeah, coach, so <laughs> we uh, mentioned to you that here on Family Stories we try to do a keep toss and donate. So just like a closet, if an organizer came through and said, "Okay, we're going to." Make this cluttered uh, closet, all organized, get everything out there, put it in three piles, keep, toss, throw away, get rid of, or something, donate, you want to pass on. Uh, so we want to look at that. Uh,
1: closet to your life.
0: Through your life, yes. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be all three, just even if you want to pick one category that you could just kind of reflect and say, hey, keep this or uh, you know, pay this forward. Something that you kind of live by or that you've learned?
2: Well, definitely a toss that I would have to say is uh, be be easy on yourself when it comes to your past. So, mm-hmm. so I mentioned school to school situation in in my twenties, early twenties, uh, and and throughout, I, I had an an addiction.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that to this day, the regret and the guilt and the anger that I hold on to, and the shame uh, because of what I could have done when I mentioned dropping out of school, where where I could be. Right, right. You think back, and people say, "Well, that kind of led you to where you are," and I, I feel and believe that. But it's still something that I would toss away the the actual the actual action, the addiction. But then even now dreading on it there's nothing positive that's going to come out of dreading on your past and you can reflect on it but there's nothing that you can do when it comes to your past except react to it emotionally and I know that and I talk that to people but it's hard when you don't live your own advice Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so so I would toss that that feeling the emotional emotions that it brings up but then it gives me strength when I talk to people fighting that and going through it and dealing with it so uh, I would keep um, just things like this, having positive uh, conversations, uh, showing appreciation—it's always good to, to feel appreciated. That—that's—that's that's a, a self, self, selfish thing. Also, uh, it's like when you hold the door open for somebody—that—that's a good way of being selfish. And I do it because it makes me feel good. I—I mm-hmm. I, I treat you alls kids like they mine because it makes me feel good when you the way you introduce me. I'm the best coach in the world. Maybe not X's <laughs> and O's, but when it comes to being encouraging and yep. having your kid think they're gonna be the next LeBron James, I, I probably not. I'm probably am one of the best at it. You mm-hmm. know that, mm-hmm. and I appreciate y'all saying that. So, mm-hmm. and then to donate, just really, just try to live with as much. Love as you can and, and, and no hate because like I, I'm going to be 53 in June. It's going by. I remember I was little age to say time flies when you get older. And as a kid, I was like, man, time is time. But now nah, it goes fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes. It goes real fast. And and you don't want to look back. I got a thing on and I meant to take it. I got a thing on my wall that says hell is when you're on your deathbed and the current you meets the. The the you that could oh man I don't want to mess you, it up it could been it the, the could have been, been the when when oh, the, yeah. when mm. the you now meets the person you could have been and I said mm. man that's what he calling hell mm. you laying there on them last breath and you like if I could have did so just don't don't waste no time and and then look back regretting it. so just go all in now so that's what I would tell folks man I mean tomorrow's not guaranteed but you know don't take it for granted
0: yeah you know? well I Coach Ron, thank you so much. We appreciate you just so much as a family and uh, for being with us today. And I hope uh, the audience was encouraged. I know they were and want to where around your life, your community, wherever God has you right now. Can you be that encourager? Can you really care for people? Can you really make an influence and an impact on people's lives around you like you do and you are sold out to doing every day of your life? So Uh, We appreciate you so much. And this has been Family Stories with Ronnie and Brian.
3: We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text GIVE by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First-time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.